0: Are you ready to boss up and start that business? You're listening to Be A Boss Coaching Podcast. My name is Beatriz Rivera, and this show is my empowerment tool and community builder. My mission is to help queer and walk, that's queer and women of color, start their businesses with accountability, clarity, and most of all, confidence. On this podcast, I go over the question, can entrepreneurship help us reach our potential? I talk about my hardships, my wins, and you'll even hear how other queer and women of color have navigated and come to own their entrepreneur identity. I'm a social worker turned entrepreneur coach. And as such, of course, I'm going to give you tips, inspiration, and maybe even some laughs to help you not just start, but transform into that boss. Welcome to episode two of the Be a Boss Coaching podcast. My name is Beatriz. I'm an entrepreneur coach. And I don't know if this podcast will be named Be a Boss Coaching, honestly. But since I don't want that to stop me, not knowing the name of this podcast to stop me, I'm going to call it Be a Boss Coaching for now. Okay. So. <laughs> Just a little bit of vulnerability here, uh, getting into a vulnerability space right now. But every time I think about recording an episode, I get so <laughs> nervous. I, I was talking to my partner, Sean, about this, and I was telling him that I get so nervous whenever I have the podcast booth reservation And I record these episodes at the library. There's a booth that you can reserve for free. And every time that I have a reservation, I get so nervous the day off. And I think about it. And I I don't know why. I, like, sometimes want to cancel. And my partner was saying that, why don't you think about it like a job? Like it's your job. That's what you're doing, right? This is for your business. This is your job. And... I was like I could think about it that way, but at the same time, I've been in situations where I've had a job and like I didn't want to do it, right? Like I used to get anxious going to my job too, so it doesn't really help that I think about it as a job. But in a way, if I want to stay accountable to myself, then I have to I do have to think about it like a job it's my responsibility because I told myself that I wanted to do this and I'm actually doing it so we're gonna do it and with all the nerves and all the feelings and emotions and if you haven't heard yet I'm a true cancer and I feel a lot of stuff all right but that's my vulnerability piece a little bit And I do want to take the time to remind y'all that if you're someone like me who has fears around showing up online, around taking up space, around sharing your story and really putting yourself out there so that you can teach people and impact a a community or impact a a group of people and you're having a hard time grab my social media guide for introvert entrepreneurs I really designed it and created that for people who are more on the introvert shy side of things because it's it's tough right like especially if you want to start a business and you're starting by yourself and you're starting on creating assets for your company or for your business you are the one person that's going to be front and center your voice your face everything that you create even if you do create content and media where you don't show yourself sometimes it's tough to create something and then put it out and put your stamp on it and if that's something that is difficult for you go over to my website at beabosscoaching.com and download my free guide it goes over the ways in which I slowly but surely actually got over the initial fear of posting online for my coaching business and I would love to know how it has helped you in your journey as a new entrepreneur navigating the world of social media okay <sighs> okay Now I needed to take a deep breath y'all I realized that when I'm recording a podcast, I run out of breath. I don't know if any, does it happen to anyone else? It's weird to just talk and talk. (laughs) I don't normally talk this much, which is crazy. I'm like literally talking to myself. But I actually have people in mind. I have people in mind that I'm talking to. And today I want to talk to you about healing and that journey what it was like or what it has been for me in this embedded in this journey of starting my business and let's get into it so in the beginning of my journey I was trying to embrace this new identity of an entrepreneur and I didn't realize that's what was happening because when you make the decision to start a new business you don't realize that you're actually taking on a new identity and I was having a really hard time trying to figure out what kind of business I wanted to start. It was very exhausting and I'm not gonna lie to you okay <laughs> I'm a lazy person. Okay? I hate working. This is why I started my own business, right? <laughs> like I hate working. I don't hate working when I'm doing something that I love. But I'm starting to be okay with this fact, right? That I'm I don't like to work and accept that I'm a lazy bitch. <laughs> But that doesn't mean I'm not a hard worker, okay? I'm lazy, but I work hard. And I have the master's degree, the work experience, and now the coaching business to prove it. And actually, this new podcast to prove it as well. But here's what makes me lazy, okay? I think ahead to when I think I'm going to be tired. I try to avoid it. And because I try to avoid it, I end up not doing what I said I wanted to do because I have this aversion to feeling exhausted and tired. And here's the thing with that, right? I've come to understand that I value self-care. Like that's one of my biggest values. And that's always been one of my biggest values even before starting this journey. And because of that value... And the belief that you should put yourself first and practice self-preservation first knocks down all of the other beliefs that I have around hard work and the values that I need and the beliefs that I need to create a business from scratch. I think that honestly, like that's something that I've thought about and have reflected upon recently is the fact that I value self-care so much that sometimes I wonder if that actually stops me from putting in hours and not getting myself to the point where I'm going to burn myself out. And not going and wandering into the hustle mentality, which is something that I'm always afraid of because I don't like to get myself to that point. But it goes so much deeper than this. And this fear of exhaustion was keeping me from really doing the work of deciding on a business idea. And this is wild Because when I think back on that time, I also was afraid to go hard on a business idea because I was so afraid that when I did go extra hard and then take the time that I need to recover to take care of myself, that I would be letting down my friends and my partner because ultimately I was only putting myself first. And this is why. Healing is so important for any journey that you decide to embark on, especially when that journey is one that prioritizes you. When you decide to do something big, like starting a business, you're going to feel blocks. You're going to feel stuck. You're going to be at a red light, waiting for a green light to show up. And let me tell you what happened to me and how it manifested for me was I had made the decision to start a business, but my blog was trying to figure out what kind of business I wanted to start. But instead of working on that blog and instead of working on any healing that I needed to do, I actually decided to go after my LCSW. And for those of you who don't know what an LCSW is, it stands for licensed clinical social worker. I'm a social worker. So I had my license in New York, but I decided to do and process my paperwork for my license in California because I was moving. And Because I had already been on this path of a social worker. I had gained the experience in New York. I knew that I could get that in California. I knew what I needed to do to get my license in California. Even though I was very resistant to it. Because number one, I didn't want to be a therapist. Number two, I didn't want to continue on the social work path. But yet I went And continued on that path because I didn't want to figure out the block that I was having around what kind of business I wanted to start, even though that's actually what I really wanted to do. But I didn't listen to myself. So what I did is I purchased access to courses that provided me with the missing courses that I needed to get my license anyway. But I came across a particular class that really triggered me. And when I feel ready, I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) But I was being so triggered by this class. And I guess in a way now, when I think about it, this was part of the process, I guess this needed to happen in order to come to that point, where I knew that I couldn't move along any further in this journey without addressing the healing that I needed to do. And I'm telling you, like, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't concentrate and I finally realized in the middle of the night I realized that I had a therapist that I had a therapist for like the past four years and I didn't think to text or call her and be like hey I am I'm triggered I can't sleep I can't concentrate and she had known about this journey of mine or this new decision of mine of starting my own business but And I had talked to her about that, but I hadn't thought to talk to her about my trigger, about why I was getting triggered. So I texted her and I told her, essentially, I was having some serious thoughts about just the trauma that I had never discussed and that I had never discussed with her. But I needed the help in that moment to process and to let things go, to heal, to talk about things that I had been holding on to for a very long time. And she provided me the space to talk about what I needed to talk about out loud, which was wild to me how I had never even spoken out of my body, my voice into words, things that I really needed to heal from. And she gave me the space to talk. To voice what I needed to voice, to let it out of my body. And she provided the support that I needed to understand what my healing process could look like for me. After going through this with her and really finally taking the needed time that I needed to speak with her, to process with her, I felt so much lighter I felt lighter in the sense that I knew that I wasn't alone and I could always rely on my support system to help me whenever I called upon them. And my healing journey, what it looked like for me was being able to talk with my loved ones about something that I had never talked to anyone, not even to myself about. (laughs) And that makes any sense. But something that I carried with me and shoved down, didn't realize it gave me the self-doubt. It stopped me from being authentic. It stopped me from making decisions. And no longer hiding or no longer feeling shame, being able to speak with my family about it, it really just proved to me that I could do anything. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do is talk to my partner about it, to talk to my closest family about it. And I knew that after that, because that was such a hard thing to do, that I knew I could do anything. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that, that I did that, that I'm courageous enough to do that, that I did it. And it was such a liberating experience for me to create my own healing experience i know that this is some deep shit (laughs) y'all and for a second episode i don't know how this is gonna turn out i don't know but i'm here today and i'm here creating this podcast today because of embarking on that journey Because I needed to go on that healing journey. And I want to illustrate that because when there is blocks and experiences that make it hard to understand why we can't make simple decisions, why we can't think clearly, it's probably because we're trying to shove things down that take energy, even though we don't realize it, they take up energy we've probably been doing it so long that we don't even realize it. And shoving down your emotions and not going through the healing process that you need clutters your being. Okay, you don't make room for your own sense of self worth, of confidence and clarity. So whatever journey You want to embark on whether you're starting a business or on a quest for self discovery, you'll have to muster all the resilience and courage to reinforce the idea that you're a person capable of creating badass moves and that you're worthy of abundance, that you're worthy of being your full, authentic self without any shame and that you're worthy of stepping into the boss of your life in your truest authentic self. You're entitled to that. Overall, that will require facing the parts of your life that you want to forget and they'll always be nagging at you until you address them and begin to heal them in ways that only you can define. But... I'll guarantee you that they will free you. I hope that was helpful. And if this resonated with you, screenshot this episode tag me on instagram at be a boss coaching or send me an email i'm at beabosscoaching at gmail.com and come on over to coachingcom <laughs> that's my website check it out send me a contact form you can book a call with me there as well if you'd like to explore coaching for yourself and you're thinking about hiring an entrepreneur coach for your entrepreneurial journey it's a journey that is truly a unique one a very special one and to walk in that journey authentically is a it's just an amazing and feeling truly so come on over i'd love to hear from you and i hope that you Continue on your journey with grace, with passion, with love. And that was it for me, y'all. Have a great rest of your week and we'll have people on here. Hopefully I'm still learning. How do they manage their identity as an entrepreneur? How do they how have they molded that entrepreneur identity for themselves? And we'll continue to have these conversations. All right. Bye y'all. Have a great rest of your week.